Hello everyone. Today I will be chatting to one of the intrepid English teachers, Jen. This is the third episode of our Meet the Teachers series, during which you can get to know the intrepid English teachers a little better. This podcast accompanies a blog which was written by Jen, and the link to that blog is in the episode notes. So let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Jen. Thanks, Lorraine. So can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, So I started working in EFL as soon as I graduated. So that was about 2006. Um, I moved straight to China, which in hindsight probably seems quite an insane thing to have done, but I have no regrets. Um, I worked in Edinburgh, London, Taipei. They're all kind of mini adventures in their own way. Um, a little bit about myself outside of work. My two main hobbies are cooking and home DIY, which I completely blame my parents on. My mum is a chef and my dad is a builder, so it was inevitable that I would pick up a lot of skills from them along the way. Um, and I currently live in London with my husband and my baby son. Wonderful, thank you. So tell me about your experience living and teaching English abroad. Sure. So overall, I had a huge adventure everywhere that I went. It's something which has informed a lot of my personality and my tastes today. Uh, When I speak to people about my experiences of teaching and working abroad, if they show even a little bit of interest in doing something similar, I do actively encourage them. The worst thing that could happen is you decided it wasn't for you and you wanted to move home. Absolutely. Um, I, I love traveling too. I think uh, all of the teachers at Intrepid English are travellers at heart, or we've all caught the travelling bug at some point in our lives anyway. Definitely. So do you speak any other languages? I do. I speak Mandarin Chinese, and I am currently relearning French. Fantastic. And uh, what do you like about learning languages? I think what I like the most is when speaking a second language, it takes a while to build up your own and true personality in the second language. So based on limitations of my French skills, um, my personality kind of drip feeds through in um, my speaking, which I quite like because I think as you build up your range of vocabulary and are able to express yourself more accurately, you feel more rewarded because you are portraying your own personality. Um, So I mentioned at the moment that I have a son and we are learning French together. So I feel very expressive and joyful when I'm playing around and speaking French with him. And actually, because he's so young, there's lots of repetition, which really helps me to consolidate my own learning. Absolutely. Yeah, that must be a lovely way to start from the beginning. Definitely. (laughs) Um, Mandarin. Very, very hard language to learn, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. (laughs) But I agree with what you were saying um, about your personality coming through. As I was learning German, I had the same experience. It did frustrate me a little bit um, at the beginning. Mm. And I'm sure all of our students have experienced this at one time or another. Mm. It's frustrating if the lack of vocabulary stops you from really expressing your opinion or your view on things. Mm. Um, but 
it's such a great sense of achievement when you persevere mm. and you learn the vocabulary and you have a really fulfilling conversation mm. about something you're passionate about. I think that that's such a, a great moment. So it's it's definitely worth sticking with it because you will have that that feeling of, of pride very soon. Mm-hmm. Very rewarding when you get there. Absolutely. So what's the hardest thing about learning uh, a language? So I'm sure Mandarin was a very different experience to French. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, the hardest thing, I think, is actually motivation, which I find kind of ebbed and flowed and still does in terms of having time to commit to learning, um, wanting to find the time as well in your day. And also, if you're not able to apply it and use it in a real life context, it can feel quite static. So overall, I'd say the hardest thing is motivation and keeping yourself focused on your goals and learning consistently because it's quite easy to you know say oh I won't do any today you know I'll pick some more words up tomorrow all of a sudden a week's gone by and you haven't done anything and then it becomes a lot harder to start again. How would you normally deal with that can you give our students any advice about how to tackle that problem if they feel a little bit demotivated? Sure I think it's just about consistent habits so one of the things which I do when I'm learning languages or even when I'm reading books in my native language is write vocabulary lists. Um, so the idea is to note down any new words or phrases that you read or hear so that you have a record of the new language to review when you have a spare five minutes. It's actually quite a simple idea, but it can be very effective. And then it makes your learning part of your everyday. I think it's just about developing habits that like this that work for you in your own learning. I'm very similar to you in that I like to write things down, even get my coloured pens out, you know, mm. it's a physical thing for me. A lot <laughs> of students find that they won't really carry around a notebook with them. So I found this really great mm-hmm. tool and there are many others like it called Quizlet, which is an electronic flashcard mm-hmm. program. So you can download the app on your phone and have it with you. And it's really easy to just flick through your flashcards and test yourself. And if you feel like you know the word, then you can just delete it. So you're only learning the words that you you maybe have a little bit of trouble with. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I think another great tip is to try to use any new words as soon as possible, as many times as you can. That will really help you to remember those words in the long term. Mm, I agree. Fantastic tip. So you mentioned that you loved living abroad. Um, when did you come back to the UK? We moved back to London at the beginning of the 2012 Olympics. So we watched the opening ceremony out in Beijing and then moved back here to get some tickets and to go and see some events. Fantastic. And what's it like living in London? Oh, I love it. I mean, my hometown is just south of London and the proximity to London is one of the things I've loved most about living and growing up in this area. There's so much to do and see. You also got lots of friends and family visiting because they want to go up to London, which is brilliant to be a tour guide for the city. You love Edinburgh as well, don't you? Of course I do. I, I lived up there as well for a while, which was a brilliant time. Um, but yeah, Edinburgh's brilliant. I love it. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the Intrepid English students today? Um, just that I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to work with some of the students, um, to help you feel engaged with your learning, um, to find topics of interest for you that are really going to um, propel your, your English learning forwards as well. That's wonderful. Thanks, Jen. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. 
Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Lorraine. To find out more about Jen, you can visit her teacher profile on the Intrepid English website. Jen is often on hand to answer any questions that our students post in the Intrepid English community. So feel free to drop by and say hello anytime. You can find the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Thank you.